and welcome to Screw Up the Podcast. It's the podcast where we screw up. Fulfill forward. And write, and write our own porn. You're not my uncle who's younger than me. Oh no, I'm too sexy to plunge this huge, chunky doo-doo out of this toilet. But do what do I do? I guess I'm just going to have to call this hot, juicy man who's a, who's a plumber. And he's definitely not my uncle who's younger than me. I'm CJ. Hi, Emma. All right. Well, if anyone wants to be mad at anyone else, don't be mad at Emma. I wrote that. So if you're if if you hate it, all all hate should be directed at me. But I I thought it was amazing. Transcendent and, experience. The Oscar goes to. And I'm Emma. <laughs> oh wait, did you not say that? No, I did. It was just all part of the. It was all part of the introduction. Oh, and I'm CJ. Some of it was re- required. Some of it was improv. I'm CJ. And I'm CJ also. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, fun. I'm glad you're having fun already. We have fun. We have, don't we have fun? Okay, so today we are um, we are having a... Oh, wait, did I hit the play button? No, I didn't. Okay, there we go. So today we are having a podcast um, that is called Screw Up the Spark Part 2. I believe on Part 1, we both had a spark mm-hmm. that we talked about, but... Yep. Yours was relatively short. Mine was relatively long. I feel like, if I remember correctly from the last time we talked about this, it was a couple of weeks ago, but you now have something. Am I, am I overselling this too much? Do you have, I, did you have something stretchier today? I forget. I do. I do. Okay. And it's interesting because originally, mm. and uh, when, when we did the first part of the podcast and I, and I was thinking about my part two, I was thinking about my number two. And (laughs) the huge chunky number two that you have to call the plumber who's Um, (laughs) I was thinking about uh, this particular person and I and our little uh, like menage that's not the word trois menage trois like isn't that with uh, three people yeah but no it wasn't that oh (laughs) menagerie that's not right either no uh well I guess menage uh duh? what does menage mean um there's a nikki menage what does that mean uh i think Don't it might be people. it's like close to the arc de triomphe i think it's like in in france it must be yeah yeah i think it's one of the it's one of the hotels that you can see the eiffel tower from yes nikki yes Minaj. yes the nikki menage so yeah. um the and um so, so I'm, instead of trying to come up with a big French word that I don't know the meaning of, I'm going to say shit showery. Shit showery. Ah, That's okay. Best. Yeah. And so I decided, I'm like, no, I don't think I was screwing up the spark in that situation because that dude was and is, uh, and I don't want to sound too judgmental, but one of the worst. And so I don't think I could really screw up a spark with somebody that was so wrong for this world. <laughs> oh my god this is wrong for this world i wanted oh, to man. say me stay in the before times yeah yes. yeah so instead i was like well have i screwed up a spark like with you know burke last week oh my god or when we did <laughs> so burke 
I don't think I've said this on the podcast yet, but I reached out to him just to make sure that it wasn't weird. <gasps> oh, right. Yes. yes. I don't think we talked about it. And he got back to me. He was so sweet. He was like, married life is amazing. And there was a little spark there. Like I felt it too. And I have so much fun watching your you know, exploits on Instagram. And I felt the same way. I was so good. It was like the most satisfying closure of any situation ever. Um, uh, how cool. That. How cool that you had that. That's cool that you got to have that. I'm glad. Cool. <laughs> I wish listeners could see how dead CJ's eyes are <laughs> while he says those things. <laughs> No, obviously I'm kidding because I I was like I was so I I was it was it actually was cool it was cool I that think I jumped up and down when I read it. it it's it's got to feel uh really I mean obviously you were comfortable enough with it too but it, like how validating and and how like validating of the idea that someone else could be adult enough to like oh. have that dialogue with you too you know where you right. both were comfortable to be like yeah you're right. It was what it was, you know. I'm pork and my wife having a great time doing that. Exactly. You know, Everybody's all that good stuff. Great, you know, in this situation. Getting the bacon. And, um, and so I had, to, I was thinking about another like situation where I might have like screwed up a spark with somebody like mm -hmm. that. That was like, you know, it kind of was a kind of a great, you know, potential there. Yeah. Then you know something that crashed and burned and was never going to amount to anything positive. By him, by that you mean him was right. never going to amount to anything positive. I don't really know who we're referring to or anything, but yeah, we don't. Oh, I think you will, and also our listeners will on another oh, great. podcast because I it's oh. I've actually almost brought up this like three week relationship on so many other podcasts because there were so many screw ups in the uh -huh. three weeks. I'm like, we could do yeah. screw up the, you know, the fender bender, screw up the Thanksgiving, screw up, you know, the the knives, screw up the <laughs> the nudity. There was so much like terrible stuff. Screw up the cocaine. Sure. Screw up the house yeah. party. Cocaine. So yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Um, but this one, this story, are you ready? Should I just jump in? Yes, of course. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. And well, I'm going to try not to say names because this person is also like happily married. Oh, spoiler. Okay. Like, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about somebody else's relationship? Oh, no. Um, um, no, I'm not talking about anybody's relationship. Oh. I'm talking about, well, maybe my imagined relationship with this person. Love that. Yeah, this. Love that. I almost forgot about this, and it was so intense at the time, as uh -huh. absolutely everything is when you are seventeen years old. And oh, that's, hello. Yeah, that's when actually it started when I was sixteen. Okay. It was one of my brother's friends, which were all my crushes, and all yeah. of my friends were just my brother's friends, and um, and so, <laughs> so, one of them in particular, I, I, I can still picture him in my mind because he's one of those very sweet, very quiet Southern boys that doesn't have a Facebook or an Instagram and has never been on social media. And he probably just spends his time with like a dog that loves him and his wife, like probably like making amazing furniture or something. And he's like, okay, know, who needs the internet? And I'm like, so I need you to be on there so that I can look at you. Yeah, um, so it's like Nick Offerman basically. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I see Nick Offerman a lot more. That's true. He is on the internet. Also, I think there's something so 
human that maybe you don't realize about being attracted to your siblings friends just because they're like in proximity like it's so like oh my brother's hot friend or my sister's hot friend um none of my siblings friends were hot so I don't have that yes threshold back then I get it that is that's true though oh your hormones are raging so they don't even have like I'm I think I'm thinking now that I don't think that they're hot but back then I probably would have you know Oh yeah, this is. I'm even Please thinking out. a different of my brother's friends right now in my yeah. mind, and I remember him like, I was probably like 15, and I remember him just sneezing on me on purpose because he thought it'd be funny. Like he had to sneeze, and he was like, <gasps> and then he aimed at me and just sneezed all over me. And I remember being like, I still think you're the hottest guy. <laughs> it's really embarrassing later. It somehow made it better. Yeah, you were yeah, like, I, am I into this now? Exactly. This sucks. But this <sighs> other guy, the main guy that is about my story today. Yes. Sweetheart. I can't mm. imagine him getting any less sweet. I, I like to imagine that he just got sweeter with age, but I don't know. Mm. I haven't talked to him in like 10 years. But mm-hmm. so I was 16 and we were friends. We became friends, he and I also mm-hmm. yeah um like you know outside of my brother and his friendship which was you know the goal right yes um, got him away from the pack yes that's yeah all yeah and I yeah. was so I just was crushing on him so hard all the time to where I was just like break the touch barrier Emma break the touch barrier somehow just like I don't know slap him or no, what's that mean poke him. slap him oh it was just like that's what they I read in like a Cosmo when I was like 14 oh my god no oh, you and did I held not. on to it forever I literally <sighs> just punched a guy in the mall once because I wanted to break the touch barrier <laughs> And my friend knew oh, what was happening. And she laughed so hard because she knew. And I was like, don't say what, don't say it out loud. It's just me so embarrassing. Did you punch him in the face? No. No, oh, I punched okay, him in the good. arm. Like a, like a buddy would do. But sure, no sure, sure. Yeah. A little bit. Well, you got to let him know you mean it. Right. And I didn't want him to think that it, I liked him, which was all of my adolescence. I will say I Cosmo has... I know it's been it's been memed into uh, you know like oblivion by this point, like the stuff that Cosmo tells people to do. But I will never forget. I was I had done had been known about Miss Cosmopolitan when I was like fifteen, and I read that you should put like an ice cube in your mouth before you like give a guy a blowjob or whatever. I was like, yes. that does not sound right to me. And you know what? I regret never trying it. <gasps> I tried that what too. It, did you try it? Yes. What happened? Oh, they didn't like it. Of course not. No, That's what I, I thought tried, was going to happen. Yeah, I also tried um uh like minty gum. Girl, what that was the... I don't know. And, and also fruit by the foot. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> fruit by the foot, and then you just. <laughs> I you know it honestly I would mess. Wanna, it was a sticky mess. It was disgusting. I, I want to write for Cosmo and be like, yeah, bitch, sand your teeth down, like, right before. So he, it looks like his teeny little piranha, like, yeah. mouth going down. And I just want to, like, the craziest things ever, like, you know, uh, like, bat it together with your elbows. I just, I feel like some of them are so, the most made up, like, 
I'm getting like hardcore Ellie Kemper vibes right now. Like I'm going to make it so dry for you. It's going to yeah. be like a desert in my mouth. Like that's, oh my God, 100%. I was so confused then. And at that point at 16, I had never uh, been with a man. Oh my God. I had never. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I had never been with a man any way, shape or form or area. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was, okay, oh God, he was so sweet. And he even, I remember this specifically, we would talk about books. And of course, mm -hmm. that's how you got me at that age. Yeah, and, hello. And he, I was in community college then, and he had bought me a book um, and he wanted to give it to me and bring it to me. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, I'm in class right now. And he was like, well, I'll come to the community college and bring you this book. And he came into my class as it was ending. And I remember I was like the only one in there and he came in and we were like talking and I'm sure I was blushing so hard. And then he left and my teacher came up to me and I was like a huge fan of this psychology teacher too. He was the my first psychology teacher and he like mm -hmm. encouraged me to do psychology and to go on to, you know, an, an actual university. Like I attribute a lot of my academia to him. And I remember him coming up to me afterwards. He was like in his seventies. He like retired the next year. He was so sweet. And he just kind of pointed it out in such a fun way. He just was like, it's so sweet to see like two 17 year olds, like such sweet, like sharing books and stuff like, and just being so like shy and like, he didn't say all of that, but that was the vibe. Like it wasn't a creepy vibe. And right. It, I say it wasn't though at the time I, it was just like a uh, you know old man never mind <laughs> how old man and look at young you know just, just like how an old man likes to look at two young kids and young say lads. that's for me that's, that's what i want to look at no, no i i do know what you mean because here's the thing it yeah. is actually kind of unfortunate how we lampoon the idea of like older old people men. like just all men specifically yeah just like maybe just being like admiring something in a completely normal way it's like they're not yeah. even allowed to do that without being perceived as uh creepy however i will say that if the precedent weren't there for it we wouldn't be thinking it right also better so that. sorry <laughs> completely that's yeah. why I to every old man when i was a child <laughs> just in case just in case no takers no surprise here but oh my, <laughs> oh my god it's horrible um and then also and this is basically this is like a homeschooler <gasps> like a, a a southern homeschoolers third base <laughs> he, he stole me he stole me a road sign with my name on it <laughs> a street sign it was like emma road or emma avenue or something and he gave it to me for my 17th birthday you need to you need to write you need to write that down as a fucking stand-up joke that oh shit that is so funny that is so funny i just remembered how i broke the touch barrier with him and i have oh. not remembered this in over 10 years okay and it was on my 17th birthday we had gotten cc's pizza <laughs> oh boy and my one of my friends had one of those bedrooms i don't know if you had a friend with one of those bedrooms where you would write write and draw on the walls like they they had the parents that were okay with that, and so you would just and they were like, we'll just paint the walls or whatever. Later, <laughs> not, is that not a thing either? <laughs> and and this, yeah, and this is how I broke the touch barrier. I I I outlined his foot on the wall. I asked him if I could do if I could trace an outline of his foot on the wall, and then I touched his foot and his ankle. 
while I was doing it because I was trying to like make sure it was all straight but really I was really I was breaking the touch barrier <laughs> that's pretty great that's actually really um that's I I'm sure I think your teacher would have loved to have seen that let's just put it that way <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so I can't I with you this is coming back to me. so okay here's how I screwed up and see to this day Knowing what I know now, he probably liked me. Oh, I, it already sounds like it. Yeah, right? it sounds like he liked you. Yeah, I yeah. had no, I was like, there's no way. And I'll never let him know how much I like him in a My million upward. years because there's no yeah. way that he likes me back. No. So instead, instead of this very sweet, you know, young man who's very kind and well-read, instead, I went for the guy that made it very, very obvious that he liked me. Sure. Like, do you want to go on a date with me to the McDonald's and to the $2 theater to see Paul Blart Mall Cop? And I dated Ooh. that guy for three years. <laughs> also my brother's friend. And he was five years older than me. So I was 17 dating like a 22 year old. Oh, who girl. Took me to see Paul Blart Mall Cop. And then within a that. month of our relationship, he lost his license for a year because of his multiple DUIs. And then during the three years, he got like three more DUIs. And I was like, uh, why didn't oh, I just want to say his name so bad just in case he's listening he, he would know also he, he's not on the internet there's no way he would hear this his, yeah. his wife might hear it he married a redhead that made me the angriest of all so did Burke I hate that that makes me the most angry I'm like I'm oh, right why here. does that make you angry I'm right no here. we're all exactly the same and interchangeable <laughs> oh my god you're killing me today um that is <laughs> first of all that date it was such the, a bad date and i loved McDonald's? it it was the first date of my life it was my first, first date well that actually makes sense yeah there's a lot of things that i did as a kid that i was like oh i don't know how i feel about um this i wouldn't i don't know how i would feel about this as an adult so instead of um, choosing the boy that I really liked, who seemed like a, a really good guy, I chose the guy that I really was asked out by. <laughs> well, it was like, so it, it was, um, it was very clear, right? Like you didn't have to worry about whether or not you didn't have to like feel vulnerable with this person no no he was very um <clears throat> he was very open about being attracted to me and i feel like he was the first one that i thought was attracted to me sure i mean and i'm you know i'm sure you know i feel like you can't get away from it too long without somebody being into it but at the time, I didn't <laughs> what know. does that mean i don't know <laughs> i don't know people all people are all great and they all have qualities they all have sexy qualities in some way shape or form <laughs> somebody likes what you got out there but that is true that actually you only accept that... the love that you think you deserve and you only accept the affection yeah you better tell these whores that is true that is true <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's so where so now what you're saying is that you wish you would have maybe not wish you would have, but yeah, like that's the hard thing. It's like I wouldn't change a thing looking sure, back. Now, of course. Because I probably have like six kids by now and I'd be barefoot in the kitchen, you know, somewhere in North Carolina and not performing or being on the internet or anything. Um True. 
And so, and I really love my life now. And I, and so yes. I really don't have any regrets. Um, but you know, I, I'm still going to look that up, uh, look at that as like screwing up the spark because you know, I'm always going to wonder a little bit. I hope I run into him one day and, and I hope, um, I hope I make good decisions then or that he's not still married <laughs> one or the other. Well, do you think, I mean, you don't even know what he looks like anymore. Do you think like, what, what if none of that turned out? necessarily if that makes sense you know i don't know would it not think, matter i don't think it would matter because at 16 yeah. i think my hormones and my like intense raging sexuality at 16 would be so strong that i would like yes. back to that. yes it just yeah it would flow through me yeah nostalgia fuck yeah i have friends that i grew a neighbor that i kind of grew up with that was a neighbor of my dad's yeah um twins twins cj and they were so hot. They were so <sighs> hot. And now they're, you know, like meth heads. And they're, and I'm still like, oh, you're so hot. Yeah. <laughs> you're still, they're missing teeth. And I just, I, oh, I'm into it. I'm into yeah, it. more, more surface area for me to, yes. you know, All the slide my. Not with you with. Out <laughs> yeah. <the> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I can, uh, you know, jam my wide tongue between the slots or whatever. Yeah, I am that is so it's so funny that I asked that question immediately knowing the answer of like because if if there was a scenario in which I could go back to some of the the, the people that I remember made me feel like what you're describing to I do not care what they look like what now at all if they were like let's make this happen I would be like <gasps> like literally you describing it made like my perineum almost like come out of my belly button. Does that make sense? No. Okay. I'm so uh, thrilled by it. Where, anatomically, your perineum? is that on the I don't know. side? Is that your taint? I think it's um, it's my my taint, my very tainted taint. There's that, but uh -huh. the, or I, I don't think I mean perineum. I mean, what is that in uh, the? What's the the prostate? Yes, my prostate came yes. up through my belly button. Oh, mine too. I was just like, hello, hi, I'm here to be pollinated. That's what, it was, you know, very like, oh, you want to talk about the birds and the bees? You better pollinate my birds <laughs> with your birds and your bees. What do I mean? Can we move on? <laughs> I said, I've said too much. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. These episodes are getting away from us. I think that I hope that you do run into each other again. And then again, and then again, and then again, and then again, in yes. rapid succession. Same. Yeah. Same. Because yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. I know. It's going to be good. I Well, well, because of me. Only well, of course. because of me. I know. <laughs> okay, this is a horrible thing to just throw out there to the public, <laughs> but I know he was a virgin before he got married. Oh, or at fine. the very least, I know that he has... If he's still married, I know that his wife is the only one that he's ever slept with. Because it was like maybe a year after. Or still a virgin. I think so too. I think he's going to yeah. be a virgin until he meets me again. I don't think he's going to know that he's still a virgin until. Because you're going to jam a huge uh, plastic dildo of his ass. I'm going to get a sign that says, uh, I can't say his name, Blank Street, <laughs> Blank Boulevard. And that's, and yeah. And we're gonna, it's, we're gonna shove it inside of us like Lady we're, in the Tramp. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna park, we're gonna park our car right on that street. Yes, absolutely. Into, into the driveway, I've got a parking pass. I'm gonna put on the brake 
Boulevard I don't know where they broken uh, things. Boulevard penises. Broken <laughs> penises. Bones. Multiple. I'm going to throw them around. Yeah. Um, wow. Damn. Well, that is, honestly, that's kind of heartwarming. And you know what, Emma? In perfect, in, I thought somehow this episode would be different, but it's not. So let's just, let's just get on with that. Um, yours is cute and heartwarming and wonderful. And mine is um just showcases how much of a annoying shrew i used to be so um uh -oh. I, I, so i met this guy this is a good story it is a good story it is oh i'm ready i'm, I'm, I'm just gonna preface i'm just gonna preface it with that i like so that. i went i went to a party as one does when you're like i was like 19 19 or 20 oh, those are the best parties so great, right? Yeah, like warm, warm gin in a water bottle and just like dreams, right? Yes. Like I love, my favorite thing about being 19 or 20 was sitting around with other people and being like, we're gonna change the world. And then we got wasted. Yes. Um, so we're at this party and I see this guy and I'm like, I'm gonna sleep with that guy. And my friends are like, he's straight. That's not gonna happen. And I'm just like, Ooh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. Well, oh. see, here's the I don't necessarily believe in the idea of like. There's something kind of icky about the like the challenge accepted idea of like some guy. But I could tell that this person was flirting with me, right? And oh, everyone yeah. else was like, "No, he's straight." And I'm like, "No, I think you're oh. all wrong." Yeah, also, more everyone's the on the spectrum. Nobody's that straight. Well, exactly, yeah. and that was the thing. They are, but they're not. And I have been in, image, uh, I would say, 40% of all, like, sexual encounters that I've had were with people who were ambiguous about what their orientation was. And it didn't matter. I mean... Yeah, absolutely. Put your penis out and put your... Uh, yeah, put you your know, penis where my mouth is, right? Put your... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> leave your worries on the bedside table next to the the stack of 20s and we'll figure it out later That's but yeah right. i uh so it's a constant thing and he's starting to flirt with me more and more and more and i keep going back to my friends and i'm like i'm gonna have sex with him tonight and they're like Ooh. seriously that's not going to happen we've and one of my friends was like i've known this person for so long it's not going to happen and i was just like okay whatever i'm just getting wasted living my life well, wouldn't you know, the party starts to, you know, dissipate as it does. And we start making out on the futon. Because, you know, it's a not a couch, it's a futon. And... Oh, yeah. Fuka on the futon? Hell Fuka yeah. on the futon. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was I. the first guess. The first time I ever had sex was... Nope, no, that's a lie. But the, the rest of the times. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, the first time I actually did... um other stuff you actually can't come unless you're on a futon right well isn't that true right. for everyone yeah you know i mean I, I at least like i've got like a mattress so I, below so i can just put my pinky toe on and there's just oh you know it's really ah. easy yeah <laughs> immediate <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of like that noise um <laughs> oh no so i had um so we are like one of my the other friends who i was like there are some people who are just um what's the word um like an 
like an arbiter or like a um like a not goddess goddess isn't the word i want but sort of like a I, do you remember that elf woman from Lord of the Rings? Yes. So this, Galadriel my friend, or <laughs> no, the other no, one. Kate, Kate Blanchett's character. Yeah, I think that's isn't that Galadriel? I don't know. I actually, I actually said no at not knowing whether or not you were wrong. <laughs> I just went no, can't be right. Oh She's she... light for us in dark places, and. Okay. Nine of her were given to the race of men. <laughs> Just kidding. I always think of that. I'm well, like, I gave myself to nine of the men <laughs> and well, six dwarves and 12 <laughs> ghouls or whatever. I'm going to say, yeah, don't ruin the end of my story. But yeah, basically. <laughs> One not... ring to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, my brown ring. <laughs> Oh my god. If you get it real hot, it starts to say words. <laughs> you put your finger in it and you start to see all those like demony. I can't actually make good jokes about this because I don't know enough about Lord of the Rings. But you know what I mean. I can make when you so put the many ring on, you're like both of us. Okay, yeah. DJ, what does your brown eye see? That's one of them. If you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you'll probably know that quote. That's <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um yeah. so so it's anyway, like so, meat back on the menu, boys. That's the exact <laughs> quote, actually. I don't have to change that one either. <laughs> wait, wait. Sexual. I've, I've got a quote too. Um, potato. I, I don't think that one's uh, relevant, but yes. that's a quote. Yeah. Yes. Um, so anyway, she's basically like the, the Gladriel of getting people to have gay sex. We'll put it that way, right? Does that make sense? Uh, she's like it basically like she let us stay there at, like on her futon and was very non-judgmental and like so it was sort of like traveler rest your weary dicks upon each other while <laughs> i protect you from the, you know it's very that right yeah, like she so was sweet. like she was like i know what's about to happen and i'm going to keep like this protective barrier around this situation right now yes like a hostess and a goddess like a ghostess a ho like a like a uh like a uh uh oh i was gonna say never mind a mm, hang on a young adult madam yes yes yeah yes that's yeah. perfect great um so anyway so <laughs> it's so uncomfortable so we are when i say going at it it, you mean sex? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I so mean we, sex. <laughs> when flip, I say going at it. <laughs> when, I, when I say going at it, I mean penetrate. No, we flip the futon over. <gasps> on purpose? On accident. No, on accident. In Whoa. in the throat in the I thought you meant it got so dirty. <laughs> flip God. it over or something. No, know. no, no. And I mean the frame. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah! Just not just I, whoa. The frame, mama. Yeah, oh sobered me up right away because I didn't really. It was so like heady and whatever. And she came back out, and this is you know very much young, young adult madam oh uh, coming god. through, and she's like, "Everything okay out here? Okay, just making sure you guys aren't hurt. Have a good wow. night." Very wonderful, wonderful energy. Made us waffles in the morning and was very oh. like, "Huh, interesting that this tonight." you know and kind of just like let us have our like yes. gay moment and i and we exchange numbers 
you know, it turns out he's bi, whatever, and has, you know, I, I mean, I could have told him that, but whatever. So <laughs> I, I told all my friends, I was like, this happened. And they were like, wow, actually, this is kind of great because this person's great and you're great and this would work out really well. Yeah. And they were right. And it did. And we started seeing each other and he was really great. And I had such a nice time with this I'm person. terrified right now. Yeah, because, you know. Oh, no. Was, so he was nice to me. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go further right now, because mm-hmm. I can feel like things are about to, to take a turn. Maybe. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And I just have to make one more quote. Please. From <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Actually, yes. Go. Okay. You were like, you, you will have my sword and my ass. <laughs> okay, that's all. <laughs> Okay, now let's be sad. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Let's be uh, bittersweet. Let's be bittersweet. God. That's a nice, that happens. Let's be melancholy. <laughs> it's raining here where I am. It's a good day for melancholy. It sounds like you're narrating in a Wes Anderson film all of a sudden. Let's be melancholy. It's raining here where I am. <laughs> yes, I haven't opened the letter from mother in six days. Yes. Mm. implying that you've already opened it and that you would be opening it every day yeah um yeah i love the. i love the head you can't see this listeners but obviously but she's like throwing her head back and forth um yeah I've so obviously hair. now it looks like <laughs> i don't know i really want to see a wes anderson movie he's coming out with some new ones now too anyway got me yeah um so uh so yeah so he it's 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 um valentine's day and um things are going well too well i didn't like it it made me started making me feel uncomfortable i was talking to my friends about it and i was like i don't you know and i used sort of the guise of being like i don't know he's bi like what if blah 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 but let's be real here he was maybe if if he's if he's listening or if this comes back to me and maybe i'm wrong like he was very obviously very into me. And I was actually really into Wait. him too. It was just like, what? But not at the same time. Well, Emma, that can happen. I've got some URLs to send you later. Please do. <laughs> I've got all evening. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that did not happen. Um, okay. okay, so... So basically, wonderful, kind, sweet gentleman comes to my house. I was telling my friends, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be with him anymore. I'm super uncomfortable, all this other stuff. So he comes over to my house for Valentine's Day. Or is my birthday? It doesn't really matter. He came over with a gift. And it was like, uh, he wasn't, he didn't have a ton of money. Didn't really matter. I mean, that was irrelevant. I didn't have any money either. But he came over just with homemade card and like a a, um, a picture frame with like a picture of us in it and it was just such a heartfelt card and it was all so cute and so nice that you know I just I had to break up with him immediately after opening the gifts because I did and I'm laughing because I'm embarrassed of myself for reacting that way yeah and then I'm more embarrassed because uh, he was heartbroken, you know. Um, oh God, yeah. Oh. He's just like, 
oh, cool, I just did this and now you're breaking up with me. But it was too much. It was too much for me, right? I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't deal with this. So I told him that I was in love with somebody else. Okay. Which in my brain was... True enough. I, well, it was a good excuse. So then I'm like, maybe I am in love with this person. So if you recall to screw up the, uh, the spark part one, no, actually, if screw you were in the part, dark, no, close, screw up the doctor or screw up the, what do we call that? What do we call that? The checkup? Screw up the checkup. Oh. You call back to screw up the checkup when I'm sitting in there and someone that I hooked up with once addresses me. Yes. That was the person that I was referring to that I said that I was in love with. So guess what I do? I call this person who's also by, and him and I were just fuck buddies, right? Yeah. I call him and I'm like, I am in love with you, blah, blah, blah. So weird. I literally did this all on in one day too. And he handled it like a champ. He was like, no, you're not. You, I like, it's cool. So yeah, it's not like the conversation was bad or anything, but I was very, I, for whatever reason, I think in my head, I was ready for it to be like, for him to be like, oh yeah, like, I, I really don't know what I thought was going to happen, but I thought that I was like, now, and then I was alone, right? Because I broke up with someone who was really nice to me. And it's not like the other guy wasn't, you know, the, the fuck buddy, but then I ruined that too. Because obviously calling someone up out of the blue and having a 30 minute conversation with them about how much you're in love with them um, is not exactly a turn on when you're supposed to be in like a no frills relationship. So suddenly I was without that and I was without, um, you know, the other guy like me as well. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely, I mean, obviously I am sort of with you where like, I'm really happy with the way that my life has turned out yeah. and everything is fine. But I, I mean, it does feel really bad to like break up with someone because they, you think that they're too nice. That's a terrible reason to break up with. And you literally just said earlier, you were like, we get the love we think we deserve. And there I was being like, I, th this is uncomfortable for me because I don't think I deserve it was basically like the, the subconscious. And then I sabotaged two relationships back to back because I was like, you can't have anything good. Yes, I feel the same way. Like literally the 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 first guy um brought yeah. me the future library and them then a book, you know, went out of his way to buy me and bring me a book that he thought I would enjoy and broke the law by stealing a, a sign and getting it giving it to me. And then the other guy was like <sighs> bad. And that's why I never this too is so sad. And that was it's interesting when you were Paul saying Paul Blart. Paul, he was Paul Blart. He was Paul Blart. And he was not, you know, he wasn't the <laughs> that plays Paul Blart, who I have a lot of respect for. Like, it was Paul party. Blart was himself. Paul Blart mall shit <laughs> <laughs> of a man. Um, I think he's married <sighs> too, which is really ironic. Mm. And um, No, lots of people get married that are like, nah. getting married is not a, all right, I, maybe, this is, maybe this is controversial, but getting married, having a kid, Stuff like that. That's not hard. 
No, no, it's not hard at all. You didn't do- You know what's hard? Not getting married. You know what's hard? Not having a kid, especially when you're a female raised in the fucking Bible belt. Actually true. Preach on it, sis. You better tell them. Well, you know what? I feel better saying that out loud because I, 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 let me tell you this. I could, we won't, we won't. Well, we might not. I shouldn't say we won't. (laughs) I could have a part three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, a part of this series about where all I do is talk about how um, much of a cuckoo banana crazy person I was to um, old, you know, I mean, I don't know how much of it is just youth. I'm sure a lot of it is, right? And how much of it is just me not being able to like parse uh, emotion correctly or like uh, feelings of like attachment or someone being like, you know, attached to me. Uh, You know, there was so much like about being in relationships that I wanted, but the minute it was like, I was entrenched in one. I didn't know the first thing about having one. Like they, they, to me, now as an outsider looking in, I thought a healthy relationship was unhealthy. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I don't know if you can identify with this at all, but the, I was so mixed up about happiness versus adrenaline. Yeah. And also like affection and aggression and attention. Affection and aggression. Girl, I still can't even tell the difference in that in porn sometimes. I'm like, are they trying to kill each other or is this sex? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes I think I'm just being playful and like playfully teasing. And then I realize pretty quickly, I'm just bullying. <laughs> it's not it's just what like what I'm used to over the years too like I'm just used to like I, I feel like I feel like I've been ignored and then I start mm-hmm. um and then I start reacting from that place to get attention sure. yeah and the way that I do that and the way that I see you know because I babysit and stuff I see it in children all the time in like such a more like obvious way right but, like, that's how you get you you antagonize to get attention yes. when you yeah. can't do it another way you antagonize and I have to like stop myself all the time from antagonizing when I want attention and instead being like hey I want attention which is so much more vulnerable for me and terrifying it is terrifying because some I, I that happened to me the other day I can't remember what like I was exactly going through but I really wanted to I really just wanted to be like held you know and I was lying there in misery because I wasn't saying it because I was so afraid that, you know, Will, my partner was just going to say no, you know? And I was like, the idea of him saying no was like way worse than, and I mean, he's well within his rights to be like, no, I'm in the middle of something. I think it was, you know, he's in the middle of the work day anyway. And he just came over and held me anyway. And I was like, thank God that you did this because I really need it. But like, that's dumb to expect someone, not dumb, let me rephrase that. No, not dumb. That isn't uh, that isn't a healthy wavelength to expect to wait for people to guess what your needs are because then you're gonna start to get mad at them. Well, why can't they tell when I'm feeling X, Y, Z? It's like, people are not mind readers. Absolutely. Gotta tell and people how you feel. 
And the funny thing is, is that I think that I've been so good at it over the years. That's the reason that sure. I, that I get like frustrated with other people for not being able to read my mind is because I think that I've been able to, but if I actually look back over the years, I was never able to, I only, it was all my thoughts and my assumptions. It wasn't what they were thinking like 90% oh. of the time. So yes. it doesn't yes. matter that's, anyway. <laughs> no, that's such a good point. It's that you're projecting sort of like an emotion that you think that they're thinking onto them that might not even exist. Yeah, that you're just like, oh, they must need this, or oh, they must want that, or oh, they. It is so common that I still notice it in my own re relationship, and I really have to like pull back from that. But yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, sparks are not flames, right? They're sparks, you know. So it's like they're not meant to be anything other than what they are anyway. It's like, you have to have multiple sparks before you get a flame. I've watched enough Survivor to know that that's how that works. Yes, you know? absolutely. I've watched so. enough fire, firefighter porn. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not going to get the firefighters there with just a spark, that's for sure. Wait, okay, speaking of writing our own porn, can we write a firefighter porn where everything's normal and then in the middle of it, they go and have like a fire. So then they are like, oh, hey, whatever. And then they fight a fire and then they come back and then they're like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. And then they like make chili or whatever. <gasps> That'd be great. I can actually picture firefighters in real life making chili much faster than like dancing or doing anything sexual. Like if we, if we don't think yes. of like the Hollywood firefighter and we think of like actually like, you know, Doug or Chip that works in, at the, as a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> Doug or Chip. That is another thing too. Like a lot of that, if you watch firefighter porn is, is very um, unrealistic. At yeah, least it's very like, fantastical. Fantastical. Yes. Yes. It's, I would it's, just it's, love yes. for there to be like firefighter strippers to show up at a bachelorette party and just be like, who wants my big hose, my big, who's going to get wet. And then to actually have a fire hose and turn it on <laughs> yeah. and just be like Blast these blasting these women yeah. into the next room. <laughs> just straight into walls and like just flipping over and all their makeup and their hair and their dresses oh <laughs> uh, and then they all <laughs> orgasm yes. yeah they all <laughs> orgasm perfect well you know what i think this is gonna call it for episode number what is this really episode 28 or is, is this wrong is that wrong do you know I think it's 29. I think it's 29. Yeah, I think this episode is my age right now. I think we are our our podcast, our little podcast is almost out of its 20s. That is crazy. You know what? The 30s are the best. So not wait. that I not that I want to set a precedent for it, but now that it's coming out of, you know, it might put on a little bit of weight and it might like lose a little bit of hair, but it's gonna love itself better than it ever has known yes. how to love itself. And that's can what I, I'm looking forward to. Can I set a precedent for my 30s? Please. Kamala. Oh. <laughs> Not that I want anything <sighs> to happen to our, to our current president. Respect. Respect <laughs> him. I don't know if anyone thought that that was what you meant, but do you want to go ahead and tell people where they can listen? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anchor and Breaker and CastBox and Google Podcasts and Google and, and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And Spotify, that's right. You can also check it uh, check us out on YouTube. Screw up the podcast. We have our own YouTube channel where we have behind the scenes footage as well as some full episodes. So like, subscribe and do all that other good stuff yeah, there. Yeah, like subscribe. Like, subscribe already? Like, follow. Like, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like watch the video. Um, you can also uh, eat, uh, check us out at Screw Up the Pod on Twitter and Screw Up the Podcast on Instagram. And feel free to send us an email. Um, actually, I complain all the time about how people don't send us emails, but I realize just now I haven't checked the email in a while. Have you? No, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I just assume it's it's us. We accept the emails that we think we deserve. I'm gonna check the I'm gonna check the email today. Cause that's true. That's true. I literally started, I'm just like, no one's sending us anything anyway. But you know what? Prove us wrong. Be the be the person that sends us an email after you listen to this. We would love to hear about any of your screw-ups, literally episode one through 29, whatever you have to say, we will read it out loud. We will do it. Uh, if you ask for an accent, uh, we'll yeah. do it as long as we can do it tastefully. Um, you know, I'm excited to hear from you all because I know I will. And uh, am I missing anything? I think that's it. Oh, Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.